Welcome again to Back to the Future Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the greatest movie of all time, Back to the Future, one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And the news. (laughs) And today, we're going back. (laughs) They're all here. (laughs) We're going back. I don't know why that struck me as funny as it did. Um, today we're going back to... It's really late. Uh, today we're going back uh, to minute 34, which begins with uh, a shotgun response to Marty's very pleasant <laughs> apology. Uh, and ends with uh, Marty getting out of the DeLorean in astonishment at something we don't see and a sort of and a really great alan silvestri like twinkle yeah yeah some good twinkles um it's well it's it's the it's the repetition from the opening credits Mm -hmm. we had that little twinkle but i don't think we've heard it since then so um so uh you the Peabody's throw down. Yeah, that's um, old Otis. He uh, he does not like the aliens. He, he world star calls him a mutated son of a bitch, <laughs> which is kind of going a step up. We we don't know if he he's been mutated. Well, that's the thing is like Sherman says, it's already mutated into human form. Shoot it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. and and and, o- and Otis obliges. You're right, son. You're right, son. He totally has mutated into human form. Look at him. He looks human. Let's shoot him. (laughs) Look at him. Looks just like a neighbor. There's an alternate universe where Otis doesn't miss and murders Marty. And then, and then, and then Otis and Sherman have to like get rid of the evidence and his, his marriage falls apart because he (laughs) murdered some kid. So it turns into a season of Fargo. Yeah. This would be a great season of Fargo. It kind of is this season of Fargo. A little bit. Um, uh, so good. Um, Both the aliens and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, weird, weird choice, but I love it so much. Um, yeah. when sure, I, when American when Horror Story does it, it's dumb. When Fargo does it, it's deep. <laughs> I don't know if it's deep. I just like it. Sure. <laughs> um so yeah, so I want to I want to visit the alternate universe where where Otis just just, just dead just shotgun <laughs> and then the realizes face. that he's just a human. And not oh really. no, I just killed a boy. I just oh, killed a boy. Oh, oh, I, I have to no. cover. We got to cover oh. this up, boy. Get the no shovel. One, no one can know the secret <laughs> dies with us. <laughs> um, Marty runs back in, hops in the DeLorean, drives out of the barn, and then drives around in circles a few more times. Sure. Um, I mean, that's all he so knows. Far. That's all he knows how to do in the DeLorean. It, it's kept him alive this long. It'll keep doing it. <laughs> um, then he, he he runs over one of the pines, uh, one of the twin pines, um, forming a lone pine, if you will. Uh, and then, is that what is that what the town should be called now? Is Lone Pine? Well, the, that's what the mall's called. Okay. Well, lone. Yeah. Or, yeah. Because it, it was it was twin twin pines, and now it's Lone Pine Mall. Lone Pine Mall. Yeah. Lone Pine sounds like a Native American warrior. <laughs> it does. There's oh, Lone no. there goes old Lone Pine. Yeah. Um So 
Yeah, and the Mr. Potty, Mr. Peabody shouts, you space bastard. <laughs> Which is my favorite thing. I just want to call people that from you now on. space bastard? When I, I, but, but I have to wait. I guess I have to wait about 40 years until I'm, like, old. Yeah, because you know? it really doesn't have that. When it's not a dad, it doesn't have that kind of dad energy. You got to have that, that elderly kind of shake in your voice yeah. a little. But, like, just imagine... Uh, just imagine just like being old and standing on your front yard, just like shouting at kids as they go by and call you space bastards. You mutated space freaks. <laughs> Jeez, what's that guy's problem? <laughs> you space bastards. <laughs> you know what? By the time by the time we're old, we might have already integrated with an alien race and that would be like just deeply offensive. <laughs> Maybe. There's like a thing piece about like, why do all these movies call aliens like gross and ugly? It's almost like they didn't know aliens were real back then. We should <laughs> outlaw all of them. <laughs> um, if you agree, stay woke. <laughs> as, <laughs> as the, uh, as the, uh, you think, you think, uh, you think social media will still be a thing then? I think it'll be like more of a thing. Oh yeah. I mean, you don't go backwards. You know what I mean? I mean, well, I just I mean, know. like, I wonder what social media will even look like. You know? I don't know. I mean, the thing about it is, like, yes, you know, like, we don't we don't tend to drop stuff once it hits. You know, like, we don't... But once it someone, evolves. Yeah, once someone's like, hey, you can listen to music in your ears. You, you, that's never not happened. You know what I mean? Right. Well, I mean, it social just, media just evolved from email, you know? Yeah, totally. So, you know, it would be interesting to see if social media did start to, like decline in popularity for some reason wouldn't it yeah i don't think it would decline i just think it would i think you're right i think it's just gonna change maybe like having an account will be a thing of the past you'll just exist yeah maybe and you won't even have to like log in to post stuff it'll just happen um because we went from email to message boards to to like to myspace myspace facebook MySpace live stuff. journal oh yeah i forgot about live journal live journal was in there because blogging yeah. Yeah. And then is Tumblr kind of like the Indominus Rex of social media? I guess so. I don't know. Or anyway, social media minute. Um <laughs> Social Network Minute. Hey. The uh you. Um <laughs> can't tell what that noise was. <laughs> I don't know. It was a noise of me being like, I don't know if I like that or hate it. Um <laughs> Uh, so when the DeLorean's driving away from, from Peabody's farm, um, and Peabody shoots his own mailbox, this is just, this is just proof of gun control. I mean, this guy yeah. has a shotgun. He doesn't, he, has, he doesn't even know how to aim it. He's just going to end up taking out Sherman or, or Martha, which God, by the way, the... Martha's outside with them right now, but, uh, Elsie is not. No, Elsie. Elsie went inside. Yeah, and then but they came. But Do- Dorothy, um, Dorothy, and uh, is it Dorothy or Martha? Was I reading that wrong? Oh, it's Dorothy. I was calling her Martha because I think I was scanning across. Oh no, no, no! It is Martha. Okay, it is Martha. For some reason, I started writing Dorothy in my notes at some point. You're I don't fine. know why. Um, but yeah, Martha. Martha comes out. Uh, so like, see that that just like goes to prove that like there's something Martha's got something going on because 
Yeah, no, there's she's an interesting character actually. Under the hood, there's a lot going on. Yeah, because she's so much older, and she comes out to watch her father murder this alien with a shotgun. Do it, do it, Dad. She's curious. Murder him. Yeah, it's interesting. I don't blood know. Blood must. I feel have like blood. Martha. I feel like Martha grows up to be some serial killer's girlfriend. Yeah, like sort of. It's sort of like a like a doom like, generation kind of deal. Yeah, or like natural or born like killers, a uh, natural or, born uh, killers. Yeah, totally. or what's her what's her know. name? Uh, Tim Tim Roth's girlfriend in Pulp Fiction. Yes. Yeah, Honey Bunny. Honey Bunny. Totally. Yeah that that's what I feel like. That's what I feel like Martha ends up being. Um, or Kristen Dunst in Fargo. Right. Totally. But but yeah. So so De- the DeLorean drives off into the sunrise. And it is this beautiful fake set sunrise <laughs> and it, where it's just like painted on a wall, but it looks so good because uh, those sorts of things looked good back then, you know, mm-hmm. like it's obviously some sort of set or back lot or something. And it just it it's not a real sunrise, but it looks so good. Um, it's some sort of like, you know. Uh, matte painting or something, um, but man, in the in in the by the mid eighties, matte painters were unbelievably good. Sure, yeah, because that thing is great. But then we cut to <clears throat> the DeLorean speeding out of uh, the end of uh, Peabody's farm. Peabody's got a lot of land, a lot of land, because the sun is barely creeping out when the DeLorean pulls away from Peabody's house. And then when he's pulling out of like the P- of Peabody's farms, like his land, the mm. sun is practically all the way up. <laughs> it's yeah. nuts. Uh, the sun, either that or the sun rises really quickly in Hill Valley. I don't know. Well, it is October. Is it? No, it's November in 1955. Oh, it is November. Okay, yeah. So yeah, so the sun <clears throat> comes up pretty early in November. Okay. But I mean, does it move faster? Yeah, the in the fall the sun speeds up. It speeds up because that's how science works. Because yeah. as you know, the sun moves around the Earth. Yeah, it's like oh, yeah, it has to catch up. <laughs> we're uh, day- ge- we're a geocentric uh, solar system. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So there's a there's a beware of dog sign. On uh, on the end of the of the of Peabody's farm, I'm bummed we could have seen the dog. <laughs> yeah, uh, some dog to be aware of. The freaking alien attacked Peabody's farm, and the dog was nowhere to be found. Uh, why do I imagine that it's the two dogs from the Aristocats? I don't know why you imagine that. Okay, but in my head, Canada is okay. I uh... I'm the leader. <clears throat> I'll decide when we go after the Pluto Man from Mars. <laughs> My my thought, uh, my head canon is that the dog we heard in that wide shot of the farm after the DeLorean crashes. Oh um, sure, yeah. Last minute, I my, that dog we heard was actually the next farm over's dog. Oh. And, <clears throat> and Peabody just puts that sign up, and he has no dog. I have no dog. Yeah, it's like it's like those people. Like it's like how you can buy. Uh, security system stickers to put in your window, even if mm-hmm. you don't have the security system. Yeah. 
to to hopefully and it like, always deter works. robbers or whatever. Sure. <clears throat> yeah. Um, or like how there's like retail stores that have like the bubble cameras, but like the bubble doesn't have a camera in it. It's just the bubble. Mm-hmm. It's like a dummy bubble. Interesting. So that it's like obvious that there's a camera, but for for to de- for as a deterrent, but there is no camera in it. It's just a dummy. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, I don't know. That's that's what I figure. Because uh, it's weird <laughs> that they don't have a dog. Like there's no dog. Maybe the dog's inside. No, on a farm? No way. No way does sure. a farmer have an inside dog. No way. Farmer's got an outside dog. If anything, the dog's in the kennel. Yeah. But at that point, it's just like, maybe it's, why you have the beware of dog sign? Maybe it's the Rover Dangerfield. Maybe he, like, wandered off. <laughs> it's Rover. Oh, you know, pine trees. Never do it on a Christmas yeah. tree. Yeah. I'll never do it on a Christmas tree. Rover Dangerfield. Safe from me, I'll never. T- <laughs> <laughs> That's uh, yet yet again. You and I joking about something for like three people, but it's making those three people's day, <laughs> or ruining it because they just remembered Rover Dangerfield. Rover Dangerfield. AKA the world's weirdest, the weirdest looking dog in cartoons. It's literally it's a song about. About peeing on a Christmas tree. Well, but about not peeing on a Christmas tree. <laughs> but it's still about peeing on a Christmas tree. It would be tree. weird if it was about him peeing on a tree and he's just singing about it. Yeah, it's totally not weird to talk about not, to sing about um, not singing, um, peeing on a Christmas tree. on a tree, it's happening <laughs> right now. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, okay, that's my that's my headcanon. That's, that's the farm that Rover Dangerfield goes to. That's Peabody for the farm. Yes. Dad, Peabody family. Um, so I I love the setup of Marty talking to himself because this is a perfect time for Marty to be talking to himself, right? Sure. High stress environment. You know, the way he's he's talking about talking to himself is he's not sure what's real. Right. Right. Um, but I also love that he says it's all a dream because you know later you have that gag with 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 his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So it, it's kind of it's a nice little uh, setup, sort of. Sure. Um, like a very subtle setup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I love that he's talking to himself because that's something that he does a lot in these movies. Well, he's um, alone a lot. Right. Exactly. But it's not. It's weird because, um, for a long time we don't we don't we haven't really had characters talk to themselves in movies because for some reason non-crazy people think that that's weird that someone would just talk to themselves mm-hmm. um when it's just like i i mean no i i do that all the time <laughs> i don't know like it's really not that weird i guess yeah. it just, maybe it just looks weird or unnatural on screen i don't know but um I like that they set it up here in a very realistic time so that later in the movie when he talks to himself and has to do it in a very uh, exposition-y way, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel out of left field. Oh, doc, doc! Yeah. Yeah. Like later where he's just like, 
He's like, oh, I can write a letter. I, if I if I write a letter, give it to him, he'll survive. You know, like that whole thing. Yeah, where that, he has like that's a conversation it, yeah. to himself. Um, yeah, and he's just like, I'm talking to the audience right now. Um, it doesn't feel so unnatural because uh, we've well, got I mean, this this setup yeah, here. That always gets a pass for me because you know Shakespeare did it, and. <laughs> It's good enough for Shakespeare. It's good what are you, enough. What are you? What are you? What are you? Too good for Shakespeare? Well, McFly, you don't like Shakespeare. Uh, but yeah, it's like no. Like, what? What? <laughs> what's the alternative? Just shots of Marty just looking off into the middle distance, like <laughs> right? His, his mind at work, right? No, no, no. It's good. It's good. I, sure, I don't. Yeah. I, him talking it's, to himself doesn't bother me at all in this. What I'm saying is like, I like. The setup here where it's just like Marty is a person who talks to himself and they set yeah, it up yeah. like, in a okay. very natural way here so mm-hmm. that when you get to a scene later when it's a little more unnatural, yeah. it feels natural because we've already established that he is a person who talks to himself. I uh, I was watching The Dark Crystal the other day, um, as was my want, and uh, there's a scene where uh, Jen, the Gelfling, is like traversing like the, the rocks on his way to go visit Agra. Um, okay. And it's like, <laughs> have, you, have you seen the Dark Crystal? I've never seen Dark Crystal. No. Oh my gosh. Well, oh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, anyway, so there's this little Muppet thing and he's like walking, climbing up mountains and he just, he was just sent off on his hero's quest. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Like Uncle Ben and I mean, Uncle Owen and Aunt Peru just like burnt down. You know what I mean? Right. And it's like, it's like 45 minutes into the movie. And all of a sudden, you hear, like, VO narration, like, what am I doing here? Where is Agra anyway? Am I going the right way? Why am I here? I don't want to be the... And it's like, oh, are we doing this? Are we... (laughs) 40 minutes in, we're introducing, like, VO. VO. But it's because the alternative would just be this weird Muppet thing crawling up a mountain with no dialogue. Right. Yeah, should have just had him talk to himself. Yeah, it would have been so less weird if he was just talking instead of like this weird... Because they do that thing they do with voiceover where they fuzz the audio out a little bit so it has yeah. like, this dreamlike quality. It's that super... It's it's like that super weird scene in, in Superman the movie. Yeah, yeah. can Lois you read Lake. my mind? Yeah, oh god, it's the worst scene in... The, it's the worst scene in just about any movie I've ever seen. It's the worst scene in a great movie. yeah. Uh, and it's, and it's, it's the worst scene in, in a great movie, in an otherwise great movie, but it's also, like, not just, like, the worst scene, like, as in, like, it's, it, of all of these good scenes, it is the worst of the good scenes. No, it is a terrible scene. Like, in a great movie. In a great movie. Like, it's so weird. Uh, I don't know, I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. Um. I think they were kind of. I think they were going for kind of a um, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, like raindrops keep falling on my head. Oh, kind of like let's just let's just have a pop song. Yeah, <laughs> let's just do this. But it's not a song. It's like a weird spoken word poem, right? Like Can if they you had read just my mind. Yeah, like if if if, if there was just like a two minute scene of Superman holding Lois's hand. And they're flying and like, love is a feeling in your heart. You know, like that, 
<laughs> like you'd be like, okay, well, this is kind of lame, but I, I get what it is. It, it was the seventies. It was a different time. Yeah, but yeah. Just, yeah, the fact that they kind of go halvesies is like really weird. Yeah, it's super weird. Um, guy, could you imagine doing Superman the movie minute and then having just a week of that? Scene? <laughs> well, <laughs> let's dive. Oh God! Can you imagine it? Okay, this is okay. So it's it's okay. It's March twenty sixteen, right? Yeah. Where everyone sat down to watch Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. Okay. Like Birth Movies Death already have their <laughs> Birth Movies Death already have their shitty review like ready to upload as soon as the movie starts. And yeah. uh just kidding. And um <laughs> and then there's a scene where Henry Cavill is like, Hey Lois, I uh just, just got done uh murdering this homeless guy and I wanted to know if you <laughs> Wanted to uh, go for a ride, and Amy Adams is like, "Oh yeah, take me, Clark." And then like they go flying, and then Amy Adams is like, Can "You read my mind?" And he goes, "Yes." <laughs> I, was gonna say, I was gonna say, "Yeah, yeah." I can, I, I can always, read, I can always read your thoughts. Lois. End of scene. I can read all humans' thoughts, but can don't you- monitor me or put me under any kind of jurisdiction <laughs> because I'm from Kansas. Yes. Also, your underwear is pink. Um, I have to go punch some satellites in the face. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. So anyway, sending <laughs> me to deviate. That back to the future. Marty slams on the brakes uh, because he sees something, and um, yeah, man, does that like the DeLorean looks great slamming yeah, on the brakes like it's, that? It's a it's a beautiful shot. The way it just like slides. Oh, it's so yeah. good. It's it's very satisfying yeah. as far as brakes go. That being said, uh, the brakes of the DeLorean not great. <laughs> no, first it looks great cinematically, but safety wise, not the best brakes. I think one of my favorite things about the DeLorean is that it's actually a really flawed machine. Yeah, like it's not. He's kind of like the Millennium Falcon, and that like it's gonna get you there, but it's gonna struggle. Oh, uh, what if the, what if the DeLorean just like backed out of the of the van and Marty just goes, "What a hunk of junk! What a hunk! Of, what a what piece a piece of, of junk. junk!" Hey, oh, so good. How has no one made that shirt? Like, Aini is Chewbacca, Doc is Han Solo. How has that not been on like T Fury? I don't know. Anyway, it seems like a missed opportunity. <laughs> yeah, what a piece of junk. Oh, man. Man, we're going to see that again soon. Yeah, we are. And I'm going to cry. <laughs> um, all right, I guess that's it. Yeah. Happy, th- th- ha- happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. Thor's Day. Hmm, happy Thor's Day. If only. Time to watch Thor the Dark World this week. Nope. Like we do every Thursday. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, original recipe only. Mm-hmm. Um, back to the future minute.com is our website. You can go there, leave a comment on this episode or past episodes or future episodes when they come out. Uh, you can also email us contact at back to the future minute.com. You can follow us on Twitter at BTTF minute. I'm at Scott Corelli. Nick is at Nick M Jimenez on Tumblr. We're BTTF minute.tumblr.com. Like us on Facebook. Leave us reviews on iTunes. We will give you a shout-out on the show if you do. Uh, we always appreciate those. It helps people find the show. Um, and if they find us, 
uh, know that we are worth listening to. So please, uh, please do that. Uh, and if you're in other countries, uh, let us know that you did that. We're, I'm going to regularly check the uh, the uh, Great Britain because um, apparently all of you guys have your own. You have like one iTunes over there. Um, so great, great Britain. Uh, <laughs> the code is GB. It's weird. Um, you voted for it, yeah. Scotland. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So if you're in the UK. Uh, or Australia or Canada, I will be checking those regularly and find them. But if you're in any other country, any other like non-predominantly English-speaking country, let New us Zealand? know on Twitter or Tumblr or, or on the website or whatever that you left a review so we can make sure that we uh, hunt it down and, and give you a shout-out. Because um, we want to thank you. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then check out our other podcast, Not Writing... Uh, Nick and I's sort of like flagship sort of podcast where we just talk about whatever we want. Um, and then the Doctor's Companion, our Doctor Who podcast that we do together with Cassandra Fredrickson, a past guest of this show. Uh, and then Geek by Night, the audio drama that uh, Nick and I are executive producing uh, and uh, sort of creatively in control of. Um, so check that out. That premieres January 6th. And if you really like us, uh, you can subscribe to that and also go to patreon.com slash geekbynight and uh, give subscribe, become a patron on Patreon. And uh, at the $5 level, you get like all this like cool uh, exclusive stuff, uh, exclusive Geek by Night stuff. But at the $10 level, um, you start uh, getting a chance to uh, be a guest host on this show or not writing or the doctor's companion um your choice uh, so uh go support us there if you have some extra scratch to spare and uh maybe you could uh, end up being a guest on the show when we get to patreon all-star week so yeah and how and how uh and we'll talk to you tomorrow with minute 35 Bye. Bye.